Are you curious about life and the world around us? Shit, us too. Join our conversations on life, liberty, and the pursuit of anime, and everything in between. This is Alicia, Paul C, and welcome to Vi Curious. Okay, it did it this time. Hey. What's up? How are you, Alicia? Um, I'm phenomenal. How are you? Phenomenal. Woman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm doing well. You know, my, um, my shoulder's injured, so that kind of sucks, but that's life. Mm, I know about shoulder injuries, so mm-hmm. th- that is life. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yours is, oh, I didn't think about that. It's <laughs> like, now that I'm 30, anytime I make a movement or take a deep breath, something starts to hurt. Um, I'm not going to claim that. I'm still going to say, <laughs> you know, I'm young, fresh and tender. Um, so yeah. Nope. My knees still work. Mm, make the sound your knees. I got the pop lock <laughs> and the make the sound your knees. It's just like, you know, after the stimulus check dropped, I was like, let me go ahead and get my life alert, gold crusted, <laughs> walking around, you know, it's all gold plated and stuff. Not gold crusted. Mm-hmm. I'm like Betty White with a grill. Oh. Shout out to Betty White. She's still making it. Every time. Like, we lost Cicely Tyson. I was like, please, Betty White, don't be next. I was really, like, it's weird because, like, I really just felt like Cicely was going to outlive Betty. I sensed that, too, actually. It was, like, yeah. I felt like she was the more healthier of the two. I think maybe just because she looks better. Um um yeah i mean yeah you're right i'm thinking my thought process came from her looking better than betty that's why she would outlive betty um the beautiful die young mm, not all of them because we're still here we're still here yeah it's looking gorgeous and beautiful as ever um also i have to do this because we had an error in one of our other episodes uh when we were discussing colorism and so in in the television show martin we have a character named pam pam is played by tashina arnold who is an actress and we want just to correct the name uh philip b williams who's a, a distinguished author poet he um he will be on the show soon we're hoping to get you on the show really soon promise it is I'm, a, I'm reading your poetry right now. You have to digest it really slowly because it's deep. But um, he came at us the other day and was like, hey, you're not saying her name right. And I was like, you know what? Thank you for calling us out on that. At least me, because, you know, you should just say the name wrong. But I said the name wrong because I thought it was Tichina. I was saying Tichina Arnold because it was T-I-C-H-I-N-A. And I was like, this is like Tichina, but it's Tichina. Um, Thank you for calling us out on that. Or me, I wouldn't say it's a call out. Thanks for, you know, providing the proper pronunciation of her name. Correct. Sorry, not a call out. Isn't call is call out a bad thing? Yeah, I would say like if you're calling someone out, that it's more of a negative aspect than oh. someone just reaching out and saying, "Hey, this is how you pronounce her name." Okay, so. He reached out and gave mm-hmm. feedback. So remember, you guys, if you guys give feedback, you listen to something, you're like, I don't agree with this, or I have a say on this, give us feedback. You know, hit us up. Shit, you might even end up on the show so we can like discuss it person to person. 
Yeah, we could. Um, we're definitely when we uh, give our host view at the end of our um, episodes and we ask for your feedback, you can definitely reach out to the podcast's actual page or you can reach out to either one of us and reference to that. Just make sure you reference the episode like by the name and let us know. Um, because if you have any... a lot of episodes out. Okay, yeah, sorry. so if you have a question, not a question, but if you had like feedback towards that, specifically that, do not hop in our DMs because we've already gotten a couple of those and um... <laughs> <laughs> we've already gotten a couple of those. So make sure... We're just, all those are just pertinent to the podcast. We love you guys and we appreciate your support, um, you know, with the podcast. Yeah. Correct. So what's today's topic, Anisha? Um, We're talking about a, uh, what was the term that you used? A minority within, within a minority. minority. Yeah. So we're going to be going in on, not going in, but we're going to be discussing trans, the trans community, which is part of the LGBT community, which a lot of times is our brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, cousins. Um, I don't know. Have you ever watched the television show Pose? I love Pose. And you know, it's interesting. Like I've always had respect for the LGBT community just in general, because um, a motto that I go by is that I may not necessarily fully understand the different aspects of the community because it's a lot of uh, different um, understandings and a lot of different preferences, but I have to respect you as a person. Like I have to. I'm not going to not acknowledge the pronouns that you ask or just disregard you as a person based off of your your lifestyle that's ridiculous i will not do that so that's just how i've always just been however watching pose um definitely gave me a it gives you like it, it's not the full community obviously but it definitely gave me a different outlook on it and like brought my attention to things that i wasn't even aware was an issue within that community because it's not talked about um widely it's something that's talked about definitely within the community but like once you like get into like wild like big mass media it's not like mass media out like that about about the 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 issues that go on with that community so just watching that and even though it's set the the time what was the it like plot? the 90s i want to say it's like early 90s i think it's like 90s 80s kind of thing yeah i think the first season was like late 80s and then the um early season late second season was late 90s i mean yeah. sorry early 90s because it was during the hiv and aids epidemic yeah and even though the t the timeline is you know that far back the fact that they chose that timeline and that those issues are still prevalent as of today just lets you know how untalked about it is within like the world in itself but yes i love that show i love everybody on it i still have like a favorite moment when well that's a spoiler we're not gonna go there but 
well, love this you show. Can go, you can describe the moment. Like, um, you can describe it at least. Like, what is your favorite moment? Well, the moment was when, um, okay, I'm just gonna say spoiler alert. It's the second season, and it was when, um, Jesus, the the light skinned uh, boy who came to the house, he found out that his ex boyfriend and Rick, Ricky was having relations with the older or the other dancer right yeah. What's the, what's not the, the other dancer, dancer the, the 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 older man yeah oh the yeah man yeah, yeah, played yeah. billy billy what's his name billy, billy. porter What's billy porter it's billy, billy porter. porter the the man played by billy porter ricky is sleeping with him and um when he called him out about it he was like is it because y'all are fucking <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> like it was hilarious to me i mean my favorite character was probably um what's the one um what's the one her name is like dominic dominica dominique she's like really tall black and she's like the mother of the house or something but she's like she has a her accent is different like it's not an american accent but it's not, I don't know what it is. It might be Caribbean or something, but she's like, she's a dominatrix or something. But there's like one scene where they're, um, I think they're in like the beach or something, the or some beach like Hamptons or something. Mm -hmm. And she just drags the shit out of this white woman who's like, um, I don't feel like you guys should be here. And she just sips some water and just drags the whole outfit, the whole woman down and up, up and down the street and said, take your scrunchie and go sit back down. And I think that's my favorite portion of it. But I if you guys, that thing. She, yeah. she took a sip of water in the middle of her read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, the show on a whole is really good. It's educational. You learn about the not only just um, the HIV and AIDS pand or epidemic, but as well as you see about how treatment was for the LGBT community at that time, especially. Yep. Um, more geared towards the trans community because you know of course a trans person sometimes they're not a they're you know how the society sees trans people is they're not even as, a part of society as it's though like, they're not human yeah correct like we dehumanize them and we spoke about not exactly the trans community we spoke about respectability and how we dehumanize people based off the mistakes they make and being trans being a person of color especially if you're a trans woman, you already have three transgressions or as society says, you have three transgressions against you and people like to dehumanize and treat people like they're not humans. Right. They do. And um, I think that, not I think, I know that a lot of society, as far as like when I was talking about earlier, the issues that go on within the trans community. And I mean, obviously we are speaking from a, from a position or a point of view from someone on the outside looking in. Um, but my what I've seen is that the issues, they're serious issues because they affect the lifestyle and the lifespan of the trans community. And it's so serious. However, you can see that, that dehumanizing mindset because it's not mass media. You know, like... There aren't a lot of, there, there isn't like a news station that has that, or you have to do, you know, research, like deep research to get true content and, and figures off of 
um, issues that affect the trans community, like you have mm. to like go in there and research it. Whereas like, you know, CNN or Fox News, well, not even Fox News would never, but Fox you know. News are like, they are the sins of the earth. <laughs> they will shit. I'm the sin of the earth and I'm just here. So, you know, they don't have that, you know, like that, that outlook, you know, anyone could open a health book and be like, oh, well, black people eat too much soul food. And that's why they just kill over with gout and that swollen foot, something like that, you know? And even isn't, though- Isn't that the the soul food? That's Isn't that the plot of the movie? Of what? Oh. The movie Soul Food. Didn't she get gout in her leg or something and she ended up dying because of eating soul food? Something like that? Um, I don't, I think that she, she had poor circulation in her foot. Um, I, it's not due to soul food. That is another topic because that's also systemic racism as well. Um, but we were not talking about that, but, um, I like the way that you pulled that together. Um, I just be flowing. Don't even know it. Mm. Yeah. Cause I was about to say that's that's soul food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just saying, but you know how you could open up a textbook and you could see like relevant issues to certain races and, and things of that nature. Um, or just data, yeah, just like data that's just readily data. available, just like easily accessible. You don't see that with issues in the trans committee, uh, committee community, and that's an issue because you know awareness needs to be brought to those things. Because <laughs> I mean, I, mean I feel like they they don't do that because they assume when people see that's that's kind of going into the next one uh the trans ban on the bathroom so when people see transgender they always think of sexual i don't know how to say they 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 kind of like they vilify them sexually transgender community like they automatically um i read a, a a tweet one time and it said uh you don't understand what your privilege is because you've never your first time your first sexual experience is not being done because you're a fetish you're a fetish you know so right. most of the time their first like um their first sexual experience because they're transgender the person fetishizes them just wants to have sex with them and they're done with them you know yeah so um it's like because i was thinking like man have you seen euphoria because in euphoria the the girl in there also she was sleeping with the dudes oh can i talk about like season one euphoria has been out for two years we can that's not a spoiler anymore is it uh, I mean, we would say spoiler, like just so in case this, someone hasn't seen it. But so this is a spoiler. Euphoria, the girl in the show, she is, well, she's a trans, she's transgender woman. Well, she's a transgender teen girl. She's having sex with all these older men. And yeah. it's like, it's like, um, this married men, doctors, all these dudes are sleeping with her and mm-hmm. she's a prostitute. And it's just like, that's the reality for a lot of transgender women. Was it's she like, a prostitute or was she just sleeping with them? I want to say she got money a couple of times or something. I don't think she was a prostitute. I think so she, she was, was just giving up the goods. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's so, oh, okay. Well, never mind. That's not sad. That's okay. That's that makes more sense. I, yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't remember her getting any money from him. I rem- because I remember. That's why it was such a big issue. We're not going to dive down that uh, rabbit hole. Just watch it for you guys. Um, and if you haven't, 
And if you have, let us know if she was a sex worker. I don't think that she was. I think she was well, just... I'll go back and yeah. watch it again when about before season two comes out. But um, so a lot of times you have these kind of mentality where we vilify them sexually because they people see them like, oh, prostitutes, you know? Like a lot of times, the only time you see transgender women in like media and large media is during prostitution pose prostitution mm-hmm. um and euphoria she's having sex it's just her having sex um when what's that actor that that one british actor when he got caught with a, a prostitute was transgender woman they vilified him for that they made him seem like he's worse and that also goes to another topic how they um you know trans murders but we're, let's we're gonna put a pin in that and come back to that in a second so um, I don't know if you remember, I think that was about four or five years ago. It was like right when Trump had first came into office. It was um Boy. the trans <laughs> the trans <laughs> the transgender bathroom ban. Mm-hmm. I think that was like 2017, 2018. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. Um, it was another another method of dehumanizing that community in itself. Um, because w- how and I, I remember seeing a lot of people that were like what if you're in the bathroom with your kids and a grown man just walks in and he's like it's okay because I'm a woman and it's just like another form and like it's furthering the dehuman dehumanizing of the trans community because it's just like you're you're minimizing an issue that they have because as a trans woman like you're going to go into the women's bathroom because you're a woman, you know, and to go into a men's bathroom, is just like, it's, it's, what's the word I want to say? It's, it's like you're, you're mislabeling that person. You're, you're misgendering, misgendering that person you know and to to force them to do that and it's just ridiculous like and it it was really ridiculous like the response to it was very very ridiculous because a lot of times a lot of people I've I I heard from like family members as well they were just like now men are just gonna go into the bathroom what if your daughter is in there and it's kind of like come on bro like that's stupid that kind of goes like um the yeah it was like i don't know it's like i was reading about the the one runner ch- woman she's uh she's um i think i don't know if she's going to the olympics in 2021 or not but mm-hmm. she's from jamaica she's trans woman she ran as uh she was a male competitor before she started doing her you know her transitioning mm-hmm. and afterwards she i think she came in first for i don't know it was u.s women's college triathlon or something something where she um where she could place to go into the the olympics mm-hmm. and i just remember underneath it people were still discussing this bathroom ban they were like you see with people like her trying to ruin women's sports and if i saw her in the bathroom i would take my gun and show my second amendment right and i was like so you're going to kill this person because they're going to the bathroom based off of their gender and you're okay with that. I don't know. It's just like there was so much hate under the, that picture as well as um, the Wayne Wade's um, daughter, that picture mm-hmm. was like, and I was just like, why are people so upset about 
a somebody living their life. It's like it's it's so ridiculous to me because a lot of people who have issues with the LGBT community in general, it's just like their reasoning behind it is dumb because it's like, well, how are you like they're so upset and I don't understand it because I'm like how is how someone else lives their life and who they have sex with and how they dress affect you? How is this person's lifestyle affecting you? Are you unable to go to work? Can you not pay your bills? Can you not feed your family? Are you unable to drive your car? Is it affecting your health? Like, and, right, it's, it's not. Like- it's it not, annoys me because, it's not you know, affecting that those people who have hate in their heart it's not affecting them directly in any way at all like you're literally just going out of your way to be hateful just for the hell of it and it is despicable because again nothing this person does what a person does in their bedroom does not and will not affect you directly and it's like um what I was thinking, how because of the topic, is a minority within a minority. So we're really focusing right now on women, trans women, or just trans of color. So it's like, um, you know, how we always have like these kind of talks where it's like, oh, a black person doing something, they're happy, living their best life, and a white person comes over. I didn't say white, asterisk, not all white people, but some of them, and it's like they call the police because of a barbecue, or mm-hmm. they call the police because a person selling stuff on the side of the road, or they call mm-hmm. the police because they're selling loose cigarettes. You know, this kind of thing. They get involved, or they like try to kick you out. That you know, the Karen moments right. or the Soho Karen. We discussed that before, but when it becomes a minority within a minority, so this is black trans so it's not only it's not only the i guess the conservative media going at you it's your own black community going at you as well it's like yeah for sure yeah it's like i want to say that i've seen more hateful comments from black people towards Mm -hmm. colored trans um people of color than i've seen from like white people to be honest Yeah. yeah oh yeah for sure um, we've had that, we've had this discussion before as well, um, personally. And, um, I remember that I saw a video of a woman, it was a black woman and she was going on and on and on. And she was very, and normally I would say I would use the word passionate, but she was just, but that there's, that's not passionate. That's just hate. She was just spewing all this hate about how, um, Black Lives Matter isn't um, really for the Black community. They only care about the trans community. Um, and her referencing her the referencing that she was using um, behind it, or the other thing that she had said was that in order for you to lead or be a leader in the Black Lives uh, Matter movement is to be a trans person um man or woman and her reasoning behind it was that um on the website the website said something about how there are I can't remember the number forgive me but there are a a certain amount of people that are leaders within the Black Lives Matter movement um and it was also um verbiage in there that says you know, regardless of your um, sex, 
you know, your life still matters. And she was just so upset about that. She was like, why are you caring about someone's sex? That's this, that, and the third. And it says it right there. Like you have to be trans in order to be a leader. And I just remembered, I was like, you're an idiot. Like you're a whole, (laughs) you are a whole dummy, sis. Like the fact that, and, and all she had to do is it the, the fact that she got that whole rhetoric was because she was going off of hate in her heart. She already disliked the uh, LGBT community. So the fact that she was moving off of hate, it clouded her ability to properly comprehend what that website was saying. Because when she went on that website, she screen shared on her video and went through it and, and said what she said. All I saw was that Black Lives Matter was putting in the and the words that they were saying is this is Black Lives Matter. No matter what your gender is, what your sexual preference is or anything like that, if you are black, your life matters. Exactly. And and to show that what they gave whereas examples is that we we stand by what we say. So that's why we have proof that we have transgender people in leadership roles to show you that this is non-discriminatory because within the black community it's hella discrimination and that is what they meant but when you are led by hate you don't have the ability to properly comprehend that and that 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 she was unable to comprehend that because several times especially now you see a lot of times in a lot of commercials and a lot of shows what are they doing they're starting to sprinkle black people in there like we love y'all niggas too and or commercials now all commercials have a black father and like a black person in there they're switching up like their perspective and stuff like that um netflix thinks they're slick and they're trying to throw black people in there but they're always dating a white person whatever another commercials too there's a lot of commercials commercials they always either they 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 putting black people in there but black people don't like other black people they only like white people but you see that or they have <laughs> they have a statement that makes statements are like oh we we support black lives matter we we love niggas you know collard greens cornbread field peas and then you look at their council and it's full of white people you look at their leaders full of white people and all the black people that they love so much are in entry-level positions for like 10 years or something like that and the point that black lives matter was making is in comparison to other companies that say that they support the like a a entity like black people black lives matter was saying we do support you even if you're not a cis person because look our leadership has trans and gay people or gay or, or lesbian or however they identify in the leadership so we're not just bullshitting you as long as you black your life matters that was the point that they were making but again like i said if you are led by hate it will cloud your ability to properly comprehend simple like simple like a simple breakdown of like a company's mission and it it was just real disgusting and i'm sure that you've dealt with people who have like and i mean i'm talking from like a personal standpoint or i guess the the video wasn't personal but 
I was just really flabbergasted at her. Like she really got in there. It was like a 30 minute video about like how awful Black Lives Matter is because they have gay people in there. And I'm just like. <laughs> it's like, sorry, I'm going to have to say this really quick. It's just so funny that you flabbergasted. I love that word. Um, <laughs> but. I, I, I noticed that because I think a lot of times, <laughs> I think like a lot of times what happens when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement, first off also, I was, I've been confused on whether or not it's an organization with leadership or it's a movement without a, a set centralized leadership. Because some people have said, oh, it's an organization. Other people are like, oh no, it's not an organization. It's a movement. You know, so I've always been confused because they were like Black Lives Matter movement. How much money they got? It was like 96 million. It was a stupid amount of money. And I was like, wow, did they really put that much money into Black Lives Matter? And like, was it the movement or was it an organization we were donating to? Because I don't know. I'm not sure about that either. That's um, something that needs to be. I know that they have like the person who created like the the phrase in itself. Um yeah, but I don't know if it was an organization or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll I'll find that out later on. Then maybe we'll talk about it in a later episode. For sure. Um, yeah, so like some people that I was talking about when it came to like the Black Lives Matter movement, they were saying the only way the Black Lives Matter movement works if they have a man in front of it. It has to be a cisgender man in front of it because mm-hmm. who carries the family? The black man carries the family. That's that's more or less what their their talking point. Black man carries the family. So if you want all of us to make it, you have to let the black man make it first. So it kind of is like similar to Reaganomics, where it's like, well, some of us are going to get rich, and then y'all going to get rich later. Trickle down economics. But it's mm-hmm. like some of our lives going to matter, but then at the end, all of our lives will matter because our lives matter first. You know. So it's kind of the same kind of. I guess mental play where it's like all of us can't cross the finish line at the same time but if you let me go first I'll try to pull you up you know right and that shouldn't be how it is it was kind of weird I heard a a quote the quote was black men are the white people of black community absolutely oh absolutely oh you agree with this yes absolutely an asterisk not all black men but yeah um uh yeah and i think maybe you are surprised by that because you are a black man but as a black woman i can absolutely agree with that there are several black men who are like white men um like white men to the world are is the same as black men to the black community and again, asterisk, not all black men. Um, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Like black men, some black men can be extremely hateful. Um, and because the community looks to cis black men for leadership or just general direction, um, the ones that are hateful to their own community. So the ones that are like, I don't date dark skinned girls because they all bald headed and got bad attitudes. You know what I'm saying? Or mm. um, I don't date black women because they got attitudes and I don't want to deal with that. So I'm gonna date an exotic woman for Puerto Rico. You know, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, because you know when you're that idiotic, you think that Puerto Rican, 
well, not to say that they're not exotic, but you know what I'm saying? Like you, they, 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 they try to date outside of their race because they have an internalized hate for themselves. Um, and it just comes out in other directions. Um, Puerto Rican mommy, you dancing with another Chico. (laughs) Or like, um, Hotep dudes. Like, oh yeah. So you, you can't tell me Hotep, Hotep niggas aren't toxic to the community. Now, let me put a disclaimer in here. Not everything that Hotep... <laughs> we have to put a disclaimer with everything we say. Yeah. Um, not everything a Hotep person... Um, it's normally men, but I've seen a few women. But not everything that Hotep dudes say are wrong. Some of the things that they say, very little very little like i would say maybe like three percent of what they say is correct and it does make sense but the rest of it is like outlandish hey queen don't shake your ass on the internet your ass should only be viewed by your king in your bed chamber or hey queen you shouldn't menstruate every month that is something that was designed by the white man. If you have a menstrual cycle every month, you're wrong and you need to eat some sea moss with some yogurt and a smoothie in the morning to clear that up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tell me that's that's not a real thing or not, because I don't know. Like, you could have been no, joking. No, no, no. I I, okay. I've literally seen a video where a man was like, black women should not have menstrual cycles. Um, and it's because of... Uh, I want to say it's because of something that they eat. It was either because of something that they eat or white supremacy. Huh. Yeah, I'm serious. I believe it was... um, We'll do a whole topic on whole taps. Thank (laughs) you, Yada. But just like (laughs) those, those types of men, and those are very simple examples, but, you know, or um, Bootsy. We talked about him before. He's a, he's awful. He's he's just an awful individual. And again, he is a cis black man. And there are several people who look at him and they're like, yeah, I, I agree with Boosie and da, 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 da. But I'm, you know, he, and I'm saying because he is someone who is why, like recognizably known to dislike the LGP, LGBT community. And um, for him to say like, yeah, you know, have such negative things to say about the community and how um, they're ruining their children. So like when you talk about the weights, like, you know, like him giving his own personal perspective, which is trash. And it's just like, you, you ain't married none of your baby mamas, but hmm. you think the LGBT community is destroying the black family? No, it's niggas like you that destroy the black. Like Mary, Mary, oh. one of them, or just That's like stick a... with one. I don't know why, but when you said it like that, I just thought about PBS kids. <laughs> Thanks to niggas like you, PBS kids funding or whatever. You know what they always talk about the funding exactly. at the end of the episode. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like a lot of times when it comes with like um, so. I don't know if it's cisgender men or men who don't want to admit this because there's some men who are actually attracted to transgender women. That's their, mm-hmm. like they're attracted to them. Mm-hmm. And 
So we were watching this video the other day, uh, and it was regarding this. I don't I think we might have discussed it. Did I discuss it with you? Where the woman was saying, like, if you're transgender, you need to tell people that you're transgender. Mm-hmm. You can't, if a man approaches you, you need to tell him right then and there that you're transgender. Because if you don't, and he finds out later on, he could kill you. And that's going to be your problem because you didn't, like, you know, tell your, st- like, it's like, um, you didn't, not expose, but you didn't announce what you are you have to let people know this kind of thing because not everyone likes that and then another person another a transgender model she came out and she said well if i were to tell the man right now that i'm transgender he could kill me if i tell the man later that i'm transgender he could still kill me so there's no real safe time for me to out a man and for most of the time unless you are extremely wealthy which most colored transgender uh, people are not Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to afford to have the complete sex change as well as all the cosmetic surgery that ties in as well as the hormone treatment they might not want that there are some trans people who don't want that they just want to you know they they they're okay with being like pre-op but I, I get what you're saying as well, because it's like you have the term that I've heard uh, within the community is like a, a trans passing. So and then passing basically means like they Angel. pass for. Yeah, like they pass for like if it's a, a man who has transitioned into a woman and is now a woman um, and they look like you know, like what convent, like the conventional world would think a woman looks like soft shoulders, you know, not boxy. You know, they have hips and stuff like that. They look like they're passing. Like there's no, like you would have to tell somebody like, Hey, you know, used to have a penis, not anymore. Um, And uh, that, that is a thing. And I remember when you said it to me and I was like, that was what I thought. I was like, honestly either way like it doesn't matter if as soon as you you see a man and you're like hey i got a dick but like we could still roll with each other or if you date them for a a couple of like you go on a couple of dates and you're like hey um we're getting pretty close and i feel like i just want to go ahead and tell you you know i am a trans woman but you know i'm still a woman i just you know i don't want to be deceived i just want to let you know or whatever um, they could kill them then as well. And I mean, I, I have no idea. I've never been in that situation. So again, I'm speaking from a perspective of someone on the outside looking in, mm. but just things that I have heard from people, interviews and things I've seen on TV as well. It's just, it's just so risky. And I, and that, that is a reason why, as far as with there needs to be awareness for this community, so they don't have to just live in fear all the time. You know, a lot of when, um, oh, sorry, keep going. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. So when I was teaching in China, I don't know. I guess this is somewhat problematic slash not problematic. But so when I was trying to teach about the LGBT community and how mm-hmm. I would do my icebreakers in my class, I was like, okay, close your eyes. Imagine this. You're in a relationship. You're in love. You've been together for five years. They're the best person ever. You love them. They're great. They cook. They do it. They do it up. They do mm-hmm. everything open your eyes. One day you wake up, the person says, hey, baby, I got to talk to you. I just want you to know that I was born the opposite gender. I was not born a man. I was born a woman or vice versa. Would you stay or would you leave? You know? Right. And then, so when I was asking this back in China, I had some people like, no, because you lied to me. And I was like, well, they didn't really lie to you because you never asked them that. But then the other person was like, oh, no, 
Um, it is a lie because what if I want to have children then? You didn't, you took right. away that chance for me to have children. Right. And I was like, it kind of goes into back to what she was saying also. And I was just like, would, when, when is it time to be safe is the best time to tell your partner that like, oh, right. wait, I'm, exactly. tra I'm transgender. Because most of the time, I just assume that people, I don't want to assume, but I just assume people would know. You know, it's like most of the time I feel like, for example, um, we, um, we're going to go into this in a second as well about transgender murders. And most of the time when these cases occur, it's because the person has people on the outside. So let's say it's cisgender man and transgender woman. The man has someone on the outside discovers about his relationship with this transgender woman. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no, I'm not gay. No, I'm not this. And he ends up murdering her, you mm -hmm. know? And it has nothing to do with her outing him or doing something. It's usually just based off of society, making this man feel like, hey, I have to kill this person now because this person is this person is going to destroy any ounce of masculinity that I have. This person is going to destroy the respect that I have in my community. I have to end this person's life. And I, it doesn't make sense, but that's how a lot of times these murders occur is because the person's like, oh, this transgender person is something that's against my masculinity i need to kill them yeah that's definitely the foundation of that is definitely hyper uh masculinity um and another a little sense of um entitlement undeserved entitlement and as far as you're right again i have not been in that situation but i can only fathom how difficult it must be to one date to date seriously within that community itself and to decipher when is the right time to tell a man or a woman hey i'm i'm a trans man i'm a trans woman and the decipher on whether or not how you decipher whether or not the person that you're dating will be okay with that um that's why a lot of times they are sex workers or they're in like hypersexual um, areas or encounters or a hypersexual lifestyle because you know of how difficult it is to just hold like a regular job um, based off discrimination and things like that so coming to the point of like when trans people get killed because by someone who they've been with we've seen it several times or heard about it several times where you know the the guy knows you know they they've already got past the point of acknowledgement of this is a um a trans woman and now it's like okay i've been exposed or someone found out or you know it's come to light and now that that man feels like his masculinity is on the line and i and it's interesting to me that anyone would think oh my masculinity is on the line in order to save that i'm going to kill somebody mm. because what is taking some how are how is your masculinity going to be saved by taking someone's life you've already had sex with them and people already know that so how are you saving yourself it's or like, saving your masculinity it literally makes no sense to me i always think about um going back to pose candy candy got you know mm -hmm. like spoiler alert so the situation with candy and the whole time i was like man i really want to know who did it 
Right. I want to know who did it. And a lot of times with these transgender murders that occur, there's been 10 this year. Oh, as of now, as of today is March 15th. There's been 10 transgender murders that have occurred of color that we know, which is a huge percentage. If you think how small that specific community mm -hmm. is. Yeah. And a lot of times with those issues is, um, these cases go unsolved, of you course. know, yeah. and it's, um, the police just don't care. Cause a lot of times we, we, they've, because they're transgender, they've lost their respectability and mm -hmm. people assume like, okay, well, this person's probably homeless anyways. Oh, their life didn't matter. So or they're just like, oh, they're just some, some prostitute that just got killed by John. And it's just like sex workers deserve respect as well. Like a murder is a murder, regardless of whether or not it was a business transaction between a sex worker and a trick or a John or whomever um, gone wrong because, you know, you do have, it's, I don't, I don't even know the percentage, so I'm not going to say it's less likely, but there are serial killers that go out and they look for a specific type or you just, you know, have tricks or Johns that, you know, go out and look for transgender women specifically. And, you know, they, they might have some kind of psychological issue with it. Like they know that they're attracted to trans women and then they, you know, find the trans women, they're sleeping with them. And then something just triggers in them. Maybe they were you know abuse as a child or something and then it just sets them off and they're just like no this is wrong and you're wrong for trying to tempt me and then like they kill the trans woman and, and like, all in all this is still their problem why right. are you putting my your trauma issues onto me and that's another right. thing that goes into dating we'll talk about that later mm -hmm. if you got some baggage don't bring the baggage on board this relationship amen exactly so Going forward, we have um, one uh, recently, I think this was on March 3rd, the, I want to say it's Mississippi? You see, Mississippi and Alabama, they both ignorant. So I'm trying to figure out which one it is. So Alabama, <laughs> so Alabama Senate approved treatment. They approved treatment ban for trans kids. And that's about the, you were, you were saying it earlier, and I never even knew about this, puberty blockers. I've never heard of puberty blockers before. Yeah, so there's medicine designed for, so as from what I've heard or what I had seen is that um, it's being offered to cisgender children. So if they're going through puberty too quickly, um, this medicine will stop that. So for example, something really simple, if a, if a girl is going through puberty and when women go through puberty, it's basically when they are able to like get their menstrual cycle because your menstrual cycle basically indicates that you're, uh, you can bear children, like you're able to have a baby mm. now. Um, and in order to stop that, because, you know, um, I don't know, I, I, I can't, I don't, I don't even know like what the proper age of a woman or a girl should get, a, um, a menstrual cycle or something like that, but say that she's like in fourth grade or something, or like, let's do something a little more dramatic, like first grade. And oh, she, yeah, that's... Like, she gets her menstrual cycle way too you know young to be able to comprehend how to handle that and, and stuff like that so maybe they give her and again this is I, I haven't fully researched it so guys please keep that in mind but you know then that medication would be prescribed to her to 
stop that for a while like she'll just take that to hold off on those hormones and that process in the body until you know the parent and the doctor and the child feel like okay maybe like you're in, in sixth grade now so maybe be able to handle that now um and then the issue with that is that it is um specific to cisgender children not transgender children so for example if you are a um a girl or what's the proper term a trans girl and girl women girl trans girl. i mean is she a child or is she an adult it, it would be a child so yeah trans, so a trans girl yeah so you're a trans girl and you know that you're trans but you know your body isn't fully developed enough for you to go through like medical um like the surgeries and things of that nature so obviously you're gonna get older but you're you're trans girl so you're like say you're trans being like a trans man i think i mislabeled misgendered so like you're a trans boy so like biologically you know like you have ovaries but you know you know that you're a man and when you're a girl obviously like when you have ovaries and whatnot you you menstruate but if you're a trans boy you don't want to menstruate because that is a um a bodily function that happens with women and again i am not in this community and if i'm missing thing guys feel free to let us know um but off of assumption you don't want to have or continuously experience a bodily function that reminds you of you know being a woman or like that's associated with women, right? So that medication could stop that to the point where you can continue on to, you know, move as the boy that you are, right? And um, it's it's not being offered to trans children, trans- transgender children. I can't imagine why. I'm, I mean, I'm, I know why, I'm, but oh, okay. But it's just like. How is that, especially like with medicine, because like medicine, especially in the Western community, like medicine is based based off of capitalism. So it's just like you could really capitalize off of giving this to the transgender community. Why would you not? It's interesting reading about this because I feel like it's always Southern states, you know, have you noticed? Of course it is. Southern so, states are filled with white conservatives and ain't no, white conservatives don't hate nothing more than the LGBT community. Not even the LGBT, women also, because they didn't, women um, too. was that Mississippi who passed it yesterday or what? It was somewhere in the South, maybe it was Kentucky, but they passed the whole abortion thing where abortion more or less is, is like illegal. The only time it's not illegal if the child has already died or something like that. Yeah, like... I think it has to be where it has to be affecting the woman, like medically. Like if you don't abort this child, you're gonna die. Oh, okay. Here it is. Sorry, I lied. Let me say it's Texas. So GOP Texas lawmaker introduces bill. So it's only introducing the bill. It hasn't gone through legislation or anything. It has been passed, but he introduces a bill to allow death penalty for women who have abortions. And I was like, but mm-hmm. isn't that not pro-life if you're gonna kill the person for having the abortion that's 
that doesn't yeah, make it sense. Yeah, it literally makes no sense because the death penalty for killing, so just everybody dies. Like it, it literally makes no sense. Um, and um, something like that was going on in Georgia as well, where they were going to it was illegal, or you would be like um, apprehended, like you would go to jail if you had an abortion and it wasn't like a medically necessary abortion. Again, so like if the the mother, like the person carrying the child, like if they would die, then yeah, okay. But if it's just like, oh, me and my boyfriend just, you know, we were careless or whatever. That and I we're not ready to take care of like, another oh, no, life. And then if you still go by it, because at that point it would be illegal, then you'd go to jail. And I'm just like that. That was when I was really like, I need to get out of Georgia because what? <laughs> they on some other stuff. They yeah. I, but it's like, um, I just feel like it's always the same type of people trying to police other people on how they should run their lives and their body. Right. And it's like. It's it, normally it white men. It's normally it's, white conservative men that are trying you, to tell other people how, or, or that are trying to police or have. Um, jurisdiction over someone else's body and then have no idea how the female body works yeah exactly yeah I, I felt yeah we discussed that the other day as well and it's like um I feel like most of the time we try to bring a religion to stop like oh religion well you know in the bible it says this I'm like stop it it's supposed to be separated church and state are separated <laughs> but you know you guys talk about your liberties and your freedoms and wearing a mask but when it comes to separating church and state you always can't figure out how to stop mixing those lines right so I well, before I ended blur the, the lines, the, basically, we started yeah. like you know closing up this show. I just wanted to make sure I said the names of some of the transgender victims that have passed away because I was like reading their stories um, before we started recording. I thought it was kind of interesting. So we have like uh, Tiana Alexander. She was 28. Um, you have Samuel Damien. He um, passed away. This is actually in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a Latinx transgender man. Because we're not just including, like, it's not just black transgender men and women. It's just women of color or trans trans people of color. Uh, Bianca Banks was 30. Dominique Jackson, 30. Fits 50 bands, 21. So you're seeing, like, they're not even reaching the age of, like, 35 they're like our mm -hmm. age and it's like that's their this average of their lifespan sometimes yeah. and i'm just like oh here's okay so alexis baxton she was 45 actually so like but for, even for a 45 year i think that's a that's a pretty long life that's past the life expectancy for like a person a trans person of color yes oh this one's sad this is um jeffrey bright was 16 transgender young man he was shot and killed by his mother wow wow oh yeah and some one of the big issue is about misgendering and dead naming so a lot of times these people when they're murdered or killed they they end up posting about let's say they post about the murder they they give the dead name so dead name is when you use let's say the person um my name is paul if i transition i go by paula but after i transition you keep calling me paul you're dead naming right. me then so right. a lot of times dead naming and reports by police or media ends up having these cases prolonged and they're not figuring out who's 
like there's already so many roadblocks in figuring out who murdered this person but that just adds an additional layer of distraction from getting like the proper justice that this person deserves yeah it's really like reading those stories was really hard and it is really despicable how that community is handled by the world um but i think our main focus of this episode was to bring awareness to it um to the injustices that happen against the trans community um like always we would really appreciate you guys to give us feedback um if you guys heard some things that weren't correct we do welcome um polite reaching out and just letting us know um if you guys have any comments or anything like that on anything that we said within this episode feel free to reach out um like comment subscribe also um if you want some more like interesting references or you want to get more information on it uh you can check out pose which is on fx you can check out um the death of marsha uh, marsha brosha i believe I'll, I'll find the name and i'll put it on the description as well for that one as well as paris is burning um you can look at check out out magazine out.com for more information and references on what you can do to help you can check out all black lives matter as well which was um which also goes towards um fighting for rights for not only the cisgender black community but all of the black community so um thank you for listening all of them have a good one thanks